Blog Talk Radio. Free on the inside. You're listening to Free on the Inside the Internet Radio Program to inform you, to encourage you, to challenge you to be all you could be in our Father's name. For another great show this morning here. The call in number is 3, 3109824126. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and we have uh, Deacon Richard Daniels on the line. He'll be coming in here in a few minutes. We'll kick back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and see what God is up to at this time. Welcome once again to our weekly internet program. Again, I'm Mr. Joel Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside. Uh, we have Brother Daniels on the phone this morning. Here He'll be coming in a few minutes, but before we bring him on, we'd just like to give out a couple of uh, numbers here for you to reach us, and uh, you, can be, uh, you can be a part of what we're doing, because that's what we're all about. We want you to be a part of what we're doing. That number is 310-982-4126 is our studio calling number. You two can call in and voice your opinion on this show, uh, current uh, 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 past shows and upcoming shows that you'd like to uh, present, and let us know what's going on with you. And also, my personal number where you can reach out to me to be a guest on the program and just go over some of the things that we discussed. That number is 214-505-6526. This show is sponsored by Granny's Place Ministry with Granny Place Ministry is a ministry that's meeting the needs of our young men and women at risk. Granny Place Ministry is a 5013C accredited ministry. And so uh, we're, uh, we're doing what God allowed us to do. Uh, I like to consider this as being good ground that you try to invest your time and your talent. You know, your, your time is just listening to this program. Your time is just in, involving and getting engaged to what our guests have to uh, share with us. Um, some of the events that's coming up for uh, for free on the inside ministry. We have a uh, luncheon over at Dallas Life Foundation. That's August the twenty sixth. Uh, that's from nine to uh, nine to one. I invite you to come on over. Love you to be a part of it. Well, this is our seventh year. It's called feeding the multitude, where we take our little resources and we bless the residents and. Uh, and God be the glory, amen. And also we have an event coming up at the Cottrell House, which is the Juvenile Center, which we're a part of. Granted Place Ministry have adopted Cottrell House. We have a garden over there, and it's really uh, taking root, as I can say that. The young men are really enjoying that. And so, But uh, we'll share some more with that at the appropriate time. And also we have some other things coming up. But right now, without any further delay, we'd like to bring in our co-host, uh, Brother Daniels is on the line. He's going to come in, and, and we're going to share some things that are concerning his heart that, that makes a difference in the community. Uh, Brother Daniel, good morning. Good morning, Reverend Lewis. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Welcome to our program once again here. You know, oh, we have an open format today. The number is uh, 310-982-4126 for anyone that loves to call in and, and voice their opinion. Uh, right now, the lines are clear, so we have the whole we have this portion of the show to discuss what uh, what's on our agenda this morning here. And me and you talked about some things prior to coming onto this program, and now we just want to share it with our listening audience. And how are you doing this morning? I'm getting blessed today. I'm real blessed today. Uh, uh, basically, Reverend Lewis, what, what set me off on uh, uh, setting up the topics for the show today was uh, I was basically thinking about uh, a lot of things that was happening around in the, in America and uh, around the world, and some of the issues of health that's uh, going around. 
And um, basically, uh, the serious problem we have in the area of uh, Dallas and Fort Worth, and basically it's going on all around the world. It's a, the topic of uh, this virus, uh, these viruses uh, that bred by mosquitoes, mosquitoes. And uh, if you look at it, uh, these uh, these insects uh, basically they are kind of like predators. Uh, Both term they bite at nighttime. Sometimes I read that now they start biting in daytime. So basically, we're gonna go over and try to inform the people uh, in these areas around Dallas and Fort Worth or wherever you are, or wherever you are in this listening range of us. And try to instruct you and show you how you basically you can protect yourself from getting bitten by these mosquitoes because they carry uh, diseases. And basically, the main uh, one of the main diseases that uh, mosquitoes carry uh, now is the Zika virus and the West Nile virus. And basically, um, these viruses are enter your body through the bloodstream through being bit, and they have a real impact on people that have suppressed immunity systems. So basically, what I'm saying, if you're an elderly person and your immunity system is weakened and you get bit by a mosquito, you are subject to uh, suffer. Because of it, you know, and um, the mosquitoes are breeding uh, in around in the Dallas and the Tarrant County area, and we're gonna try to inform you basically how you can protect yourself, uh, protect your your loved ones, and protect everybody you know around from being bit as as much as you can, because we know basically we cannot. We cannot go through life being in fear. And basically, uh, I read up a couple of scriptures, uh, Reverend Lewis, you know, about fear. So, mosquitoes love water. So, basically, you're saying if you got anything around your house, you got old tires, and, uh, cans, and pots, and stuff like that, basically, you have to drain these. Things because they love to breed, and when they breed, they breed, and basically uh, they have uh, something like pools, nest pools, around in Dallas and around a lot of these creeks and stuff that they have. They put out samples, and basically it's in zip code areas. That's how they know where the infection rate is. And number two is you have to wear long sleeve shirts and pants. Protect your arms and sleeves. Number three is you have to use an EPA approved insect repellent. And like I said before, you have to dump standing water around your house, on your businesses. You also have to keep the vegetation trimmed around your house. And also, what I learned that uh, the specific Texas, North Texas mosquitoes. That carry uh, diseases. There are three types of mosquitoes. I didn't know that. And one is called the Curex, and the other is called the Adiaris mosquitoes. And one of the mosquitoes carry the Zika, and one of them carries the West Nile. Okay, the Adiaris mosquito carries the Zika virus. And it bites in the daytime. Okay? And the Curex, which carries the West Nile, it bites you from dust to dawn. So basically, there's an all-out attack from, from, from these insects, of, you, know, you know, especially around in the summertime when it's right now we've been getting a lot of rain. And these creeks and stuff are coming up. And like you say, the standing water is coming up. And now, you know, 
people go out at nighttime, you know, they go out on picnics and whatever. You be out on outside in your garden at nighttime. You're not really, you know, thinking about, you know, uh, being bit. So you have to protect yourself from from being bit by using this, these uh, EPA-approved insects repellents. They, they sell them at the health food stores or uh, Family Dollar or uh, all these other stores that sell them. It costs about five ninety nine, whatever. But an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Basically, we're trying to show you how to protect yourself. So if you got anybody that wants to call in and ask for more questions and lives in the Tarrant County, the number is 817-884-1111. Hey, repeat that and number again, Daniel. Okay. The number is 817-884-1111. But in Dallas, you know, we had about mm, three K, four cases, and three cases in Richardson. But we also had a death of a minister last week. Uh, he uh, he got sick. Like I told you before, he, he was an old person. And when he got bitten, he didn't take, you know, take a heat with some of the symptoms, you know, like a rash and fever. And he basically thought, you know, you know, we all men, we most think we kind of involved when nothing hurt us, you know. And he kind of waited too late. And, you know, it took him out. So uh, the number for the health department in Dallas is... Two one four one nine two zero one one two zero zero zero. Okay, that's the health department. The Dallas Health County Health Department. So if you want to hear any other alternate information on trying to protect yourself and some more information you want to know about mosquitoes and those West Nile and also the Zika virus. And the Zika virus is a real sensitive uh, issue because, um, you know, like they had the, the Olympics. You know about that, don't you, Revolution? Yeah, yeah, that was in South America. Yeah, and they said that basically it was kind of susceptible for young women that basically a childbearing age because when they get infected, there's a chance of the child being born with a, a birth defect. Right, I remember that. Yeah. So basically, you know, we're saying that young women have to be careful, not only yeah, in this yeah. area, but I but I have read that you know, it's in all over the world now, in all these different countries. You have these mosquito viruses, and this virus is passing around through the through the, uh, the world. And like I said before, you know, we can't walk around in fear of Reverend Lewis, you know. Uh, you know, we have to pray every day that God puts a hedge of protection around you. You know, so we you know we got anybody out there right now today want to try to call in and ask more questions. Anybody want to know anything about uh, being bitten by a mosquito or the virus, the West Nile virus, or whatever? You you're welcome to call in right now. All right, well, um, I got a couple. Of, uh, I want to chime in on what you were just discussing. You know, that is some uh, of some vital information that you gave us. We want to thank you for bringing that to the forefront because sometimes we take these things for granted. A lot of us, as we do yard work and do daily activities, we've been exposed to uh, uh, these uh, uh, these mosquitoes because now, like you may mention, they are uh, late uh, day and night time. You know, it used to be a time when I was growing up and I wasn't aware of. It. I thought mosquitoes was only prevalent. At, of, at night, and I come to find out now that since you enlightened me that they are they're daytime too. So it's no it's not a strange coincidence if I'm out in the in, in the doing yard work at at three in the evening that I get a mosquito bite. And I'm glad you made mm-hmm. mention that we should, we should cover ourselves yeah. and get on the uh and, and do the uh, and get the protective screen to fight off the warts of the of the mosquitoes, you know, and that's just like you were just saying earlier, how we had to put on that whole armor of God, 
I'm just saying that though because this is a Christian based uh program. But as you brought back thank God wants us to be uh he wants us to be in perfect health. You know, he wants us to uh you know, to prosper as well as as financial and health wise. So thank you for bringing that up. Now, uh brother Daniel, uh you gave us some information and I, I think you alluded to certain parts of the Metroplex and where we're in that they have a statistics and some zip code uh, notification. Of yeah, I think the zip like code in seven five two forty eight and a death over there, and I think that's in Far North Dallas. Yeah, Far North Dallas. So one guy died, three deaths, and one in Richardson. You know, like some of these okay. statistics, you can you can uh, you can go through uh, you can go through. The Dallas County, www.dallascounty.org. You can pull up all the statistics. You can pull up all the zip code address. So basically, you can find out what's happening all over Dallas through these zip codes. All the cases are getting reported every week through the health department. And basically, they have a big chart they put on the wall. And now, doing your research, okay, doing your research, mm-hmm. you may mention a while ago as some of the symptoms that's associated with the various uh, insect bites and the Zika and virus. What are some of the symptoms that you're aware of that we may just not take for that we best may be overlooking? Do you? Well, basically, it's like flu-like symptoms. You know, like uh, some people come down with a cold and chills and fever. And basically, you're saying, well, I just got me a cold. But basically, after two days, you can't kick it. Or two or three days, it seems like you can't knock it off. You know, you, you've been like, well, revolutions of God. Got to be something else wrong with me, you know. You start coughing, then you start having fevers and chills. But these are, this is not like nothing you had ever felt before. Nothing you never felt before. And, um, uh, Basically, all these uh, viruses, they have the same symptoms by the fever and the chills. The fever and the chills. That's the main symptoms. And a rash. Yeah, Yeah, that's some good information. That's some good information. And you gave us the contact numbers for the various health departments in the the Tarrant County area and also in the Dallas area. Thank you, thank you. That's some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, like, like I said before, you know, there's another issue. It's kind of, you know, uh, I, I looked around and I said, well, what can I talk, what can we talk about, Rev. Lewis? You know, uh, we want to try to, you know, well, help people, inform people. We say this show is set up to inform and help people. So uh, through my experience, I have been something like a, a, a coach, you know, my son was a football player, man. My dad was a football player. I had three sons that played football. My dad plays football, you know. And along the way, when I was uh, kind of like I was like a coach to Pee Wee League, uh, I have noticed that a lot of kids, uh, they play sports, and basically they want to live out their dreams and, I, you know, they want to all be famous. You know, everybody wants to want to be famous, Reverend Lewis. You know, everybody wants to make a lot of money through these sports. You know what I'm saying? Right. I understand. Yeah, that's what that's what the young is. They, they don't look for the uh, like education value. They want the financial. It's, it's like the American dream that you know, basically, everybody want to go to college and be somebody and do things. And so, the only way a black person basically could go to school was playing sports. And that's so true. Athletic scholarship. Okay. Yeah, playing sports, getting the scholarship. So football or either basketball on track is a little bit, you know, track, you know, and they you know, baseball is most like a you know, it's a Hispanic game, um, basically uh Caucasians, they mostly play baseball. It's a skill you got to do all year round. But football is king in Texas. I'll put it like but that. you know, uh, uh, Rick, uh, 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 Rick, before you go any further, I want to just uh, uh, piggyback off what you said about baseball. I played baseball, and little did I know that baseball players get more money than a ba- uh, than a football player 
because they season is longer. It's not so stressful on the body, you know, uh, physically wise. You know, unless you uh, one of, unless you're a pitcher or a catcher or something. But other than that, uh, you know, the game is pretty laid back. It's training, but it's just the the length of the game. And I, I you know, and I wish I would have known that they they actually paid a lot of money to play baseball. But I enjoyed that game. And a lot of people enjoy the game. Yeah, it's the a bad they wanna, game. They, yeah, they want to. They want the yeah. limelight. That they want to be the quarterback or the running back. Nobody wants to be shortstop or center fielder. You know, because <laughs> the camera ain't never yeah, on the yeah. center fielder. <laughs> He's standing hey, out you know, there by himself. And, and a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of, uh, a lot of parents. You know, a lot of black parents. We don't have the money to send our kids to these camp schools in order to be trained to play baseball. Like we say, I said before, it's a game. Basically, you have to keep that glove and that bat in your hand all year yeah. round if you're really saying that you're going to be a baseball player. It's a skill position. You know, you have to learn how to bat. You got to learn how to pitch. You got to learn how to throw all these different pitches. You got to learn control. You got to learn how to feel. And it's it's really, uh, you know, it's time for someone. I put it like that. Like you said, they play games every day, every day, sometimes all week, three or four times a week they play. Yeah, yeah, yeah the they're they pretty busy. They're different towns and stuff, so it's very, yeah. uh, you know, a very a rigorous well, game. What, 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 what I was talking about now, we're going to talk about, um, you know, we're talking about sports, both, but mainly we're talking about this condition it, it came out. It was a report last week in the news. And they said that uh, 98% of all the, the athletes uh, that played football out of the test, they, they stated that mostly 98% of all the athletes basically would come down with this condition that is called chronic traumatic encephalopathy. And you can shorten it down to CTE. And uh, this disease is a progressive neurologic disorder that leads to the suffering. Uh, some of the uh, some of the symptoms are you know, depression. Some have committed suicide, and it's still on the debate how the repetitive head injuries and having concussions. And basically, there was a lot of talk that uh, some people believe it and some people don't. They had this guy that made this movie that Real Smith starring in. He got a lot of flack from a long time from this, you know, people really wouldn't accept his, his finding that he said, you know. And uh, they had this lady, her name was uh, Ann McKee, and uh, she was a uh, scientist at a uh, Boston University, and she had a report of 68 male athletes and military veterans. They all showed two distinct sets of clinical symptoms, one involving one environmental disturbance in mood and behavior, which is seen in the younger subjects. So some of the first subjects, uh, symptoms when you're young you're doing all kind of radical things, you know. Sometimes it's not it's not normal, you know. You know some people like you ever heard this term called being free spirit? Yes. They you know, it's just wild, man. You know, they're doing all these radical things and getting in trouble, doing stuff, going out starting fights and arguing. But that was seen in the younger subjects. But the other include congenital impairments which develop at an older age, which includes headaches, attention deficits, and it progresses into depression and short-term memory loss, then to contentatory impairments and find full-blown demeanor and aggressive. You know? So I'm saying over the years, it, it don't attack you all at one time. You know, what's going on now, you know, um, they can't really, they can't really uh, uh, die, fully diagnose this disease until you're dead. <laughs> and when you, you know, a lot of the former athletes, they're kind of like, 
wheel their brains of science. You know what I'm saying? And once yep. they have this uh, this hot tops and they find out it's a, it's a substance, uh, it's called two protein. And it's a substance that serves as a stabilizer between the brains and the neutrons. You know what a neutron is, don't you? Yeah, we're talking about the atoms and neutrons and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little thing that fires energy to your brain cells. And, and if it ain't firing right, you ain't going to act right. You know, like a switch. And what happens with uh, these uh, proteins in the brain and then also with this 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 mass brain mass inside your brain. Every time you get hit in the head, boom, boom, boom. You know, well, you know, when my dad played football, man, you know, you seen some of these older guys used to have uh, these leather helmets. I, I see some of picture that back in the day. That's what back in the day playing play that ball. Yeah, they, but they was men, but they was just some sick men. They didn't know it. <laughs> They I both, know, they I said know, back I in the past, man, they say so many people would get sick of football and carry them out on stretches, man. Put them on the sideline and put another person in there, you know. But it yeah. was a dangerous they, game. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, 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 brother, when we grew up, there, things like that would happen, and the coach would tell you to shake it out. And then sometimes you say if you get hurt, you know, you you won't get back in the game because the guy that's uh, playing behind you is just as good or maybe even better than you. So you play with your with your little illnesses and your shortcomings. You may not concede Talk straight, but get me in the game, Coach. I can focus for 10 seconds. You know, <laughs> you are only going to take to mm-hmm. give me the ball, give you just a, a few seconds, and I'm good, you know. And, and we had to stay out wrong. So I'm so glad that yeah. people that, uh, uh, actually uh, hey sour – saw what was going on and wanted to do some research and also give us uh, uh, give us some information regarding this and also give us some help. You know, me and you were separated from that because we didn't play the sports like uh, other people played in, in the length that they played the sport. But we did play sports and we sub- and we was uh, sustained uh, some of those injuries, not to the point where it caused us to be, you know, uh, lose memory that we'll know about right now. But then we know the we know the tragedy. We know how it is to get hit so hard. The guy get knocked out on the get on the field, and we see him years later. He ain't never the same because he got hit in the head. You yeah, know? but I also also I, I was thinking about. I know we can go back to what we do too, Reverend uh, uh, Lewis. You know, we go through a lot of uh, ministry with people that live on the street. And a lot of men on the street, mostly, we don't really basically know what they have been through and what they don't gone through, too. So when you talk about diagnosing diseases, you don't know basically who has been injured like that. You know, you, you say all this erratic behavior that these people go through, is it basically drug-related, you know? A lot of people get in fights and stuff. They have, you know, uh, they say the out of 202 brain studies of former athletes, military personnel, and people of domestic abuses. You know what I'm saying? That means people are getting fight and fight and fights, get beat up a lot. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know what? That's something yeah. that we never think about because we see it on TV and we hear about, you know, you get busted in the head with a chair and with a bottle, and it looks like it's, yeah. you know, it doesn't have any effect. But later on, it have an effect. You start having these headaches, somebody to hit you upside the head with a bottle, and then you're suffering from the, a traumatic brain injury, man, and you don't even know it. You're just thinking it's something yeah. in the past. And then we find ourselves medicating ourselves, you know, with over-the-counter prescriptions. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, go to our favorite pharmacist, you know, which is down the street, around well, the corner. But what, back, what, what I was know? talking about, uh, uh, they said that uh, out of 202, they had 177 diagnosis cases. And they said that if you played 15 years more of high college and pro ball, you were susceptible. Your average lifespan was 67 years old. And 90, uh, 30, 39% suffered nerve damage. 19% suffered cardiovascular disease. That's, that's hard pressure, high blood pressure. And stuff. But the suicide rate was 10%. So that's the big thing about this whole thing is the suicide rate part of it. 
something was happening with this uh, disease that makes people basically want to commit suicide. They don't want to live no more. You know, and we see a lot of athletes. I'm not going to call the name right now because we had already discussed that. Uh, I have a site that basically you can go through it. It's on uh, wikipedia.com. It has a list of all the NFL players that have been diagnosed with CTE. And when you see some names on there, man, you're going to shake your head. That some of your people, man, you say, God, man, not him. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. And they also have some of the deceased ones on there. And like I'm saying, they can't basically, they can't really make a, a full diagnosis unless they get the organ and, and autopsy and they have all these tests on the brain tissue and it comes back, they say, yeah, he had it. You know, and this is some serious thing that's going on, you know. Uh, I love sports. I love football, man. You know, right now we're going through, man, I watch the Cowboys. Me, you watch the Cowboys, man. We love them, you know. Um, yeah. I like to see them play, man. But, you know, somebody told me, man, uh, about the year 2030, this sport might not exist no more. <laughs> you know, yeah, so Somebody, you know, somebody told them maybe one day they, they all might have to start playing with robots, uh, playing with some kind of, you know, robots instead of humans. Because, you know, even in high school, I know some of the coaches, man, they don't practice you know, too long no more. They don't get all the time no more. They just practice about two times out of the week now. The rest of the time is going through school practice, you know, learning the plays, but basically contact is most limited till the game time. Yeah. Some universities they wanna they don't wanna be covered, they don't wanna be sued in into, you know. So we we're looking at, you know, some 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 changes basically might be happening in in the future. Because uh, you know, a lot of things we don't know about but medical science is getting advanced nowadays. It's, they find a lot of things we don't know, but now we know. And God give us this power, this this information for us to give to other people to inform you. Also, we tell you to protect yourself. You know. Then I got some scriptures, brother. Little then you know, uh, I'm gonna tell you that. Uh, uh, I was reading the day. And uh, one of the main scriptures I was thinking about, it told me that, that Romans 8 and 15, it said, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adopting Thereby we cry, Abba, Father. So that means God don't give you the spirit of fear. And so all this stuff that we've been talking about today, about these diseases and 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 uh, Zika virus, West Nile virus. You know, I remember the time when you know they first told us about AIDS. And Reverend Lewis, you, oh Lord, everybody, man, we got scared. Can you attest to that? Yeah, I remember. Oh, man, that was a scary thing, man. You know, we were even scared to be around uh, friends, family, jobs, and going out to restaurants, and it was it was crazy back in the day. But, Brother Daniel, we're going to stop yeah. here for a minute, and we're going to do a public announcement, then we're going to bring you back on, okay? okay? Because this is a great, right, this is a right, great right. conversation and great topic, okay? And we uh, probably will play a little uh, a little music here to let you catch your breath and get some more some more information together, okay? But uh, okay. I, I just wanted to just thank you for doing what you do, brother, because you what makes this show what it is. And, you know, every show is different. We give all the glory to God, brother. You know, because mm-hmm. it's all about being free on this. How you have that freedom to get up and say, I'm going to do it. God, what would you have me to do today? And he said, hey, now I need you to call in this program and talk about these health issues that affects everybody. And so right you know, now I'm, we're going to just 
Go ahead. Like I'm saying, God put this on my heart for me to really just have this message come out today because, like I'm saying, we're getting ready to go off into the, uh, the football season, sports season, the kids start practicing. And I said, God, well, basically what I tell these kids nowadays is what to do. Protect yourself, but also be fearful. Be pray. Pray that God protect you. And that's basically all I can say today with this, you know. All right, that's yeah, amen. We're we going to stop right here for a minute. We're going to do a public announcement. You'll be right back, okay? Amen. Welcome to our weekly internet program. You'll be listening to uh, me and Brother Daniel. We've been talking about some health issues, some things that are very that affects each and every one of us. Yo, the call-in number is 310-982-4126. You two can call in and join the conversation. Brother Daniel has did some uh, research, and he has a lot of information available. So please take advantage of the numbers that he gave out, and and that you too can help change a life. Not on, just not only your uh, family and friend, but your own self. So when you're out there in the yard, when you're doing your daily activity, you say, wait a minute, I need to be covered up because something out here, it may, it may affect my future. All right? So it affects your future. But again, we'll just like to uh, let you know you're listening to Free on the Inside Internet program that comes on every Saturday morning from 8 to 9. We have great guests, great topics, and you too could be a part of what we're doing at this time. The upcoming events that we mentioned earlier is the Dallas Dallas Life Foundation. We're doing a program feeding the multitude. We invite you to come on out and support what we're doing. And that goes for you too, that brother Daniel. We'd love for you and your family to come down and see what God is doing at this time. All right? Okay. And so uh, we're going to shift gears here for a minute. We're going to have another topic that's coming up here. But before then, we're going to... Uh, we're gonna play a little music, and we're just gonna kick back and relax, and then we're gonna we're gonna allow God to just continue to bless us and 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 uh, and just minister to us at this time in our life. All right, and so uh, like uh, Brother Daniel's on the line now, so please get your thoughts and your comments together, so you too can ask him a question regarding this program. Uh, and so, as uh, I, I want you to uh, think about last week's program. We had a great show last week. We had a great guest on there, and they were very informative and very insightful of the information that was available. And so please, please, please take advantage of all those things there. Again, you're listening to Frill, the inside of weekly internet program that comes out every Saturday morning. And so we want to thank you, thank you, thank you for your uh, attention and your attitude for this program. So as we kick back and relax, just let God be the glory. Let God, God is uh, get the glory out of this program. Amen.
Now, as we get back to our conversation here with Brother Daniel, again, that calling number is 310-982-4126, and you too could be a part of this great uh, show and this format that we have today. Brother Daniel. How are you doing? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's uh, and that that musical selection was dedicated to you because I know that you are you are a musician, you're a horn player, so I pray that you enjoy yeah. that musical selection now. You know, I know your people start popping. It's not Pat. <laughs> you know about Fred Wesley, don't you? Yes, yes, I know. As, 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 you, know so, you know, and I know that's your, and that, and that's your gift in there. That's your gift. So you really enjoy that. Yeah. So thank you, brother. You know, I thought that would be nice. So you'll put a smile on your face, you know. And, Ricky, you know, that's what that freedom comes from, brother. You know, because we can still enjoy life and be a Christian, man. We can still enjoy life and make mistakes. I don't want you to rob me from making mistakes because you think I'm a Christian and I got to do everything decent and in order. I want to. I strive mm. for that, brother. But sometimes I don't make it. And if you see me messing up, don't just, you know, condemn me. You know, the same sin that you have, I'm, I'm subject to it, too. To you, it's just God mm. knows your heart. But to me, I'm a sinner, you know. Well, you know, God oh, knows my heart, but you can't do that, though. No, you just ain't right. Brother, get away from me with that. Don't hold me hostage, man. At least allow me to be free, to live my life pleasing and honorable to God. If I make some mistakes, allow me the freedom to go back and repent and say, God, I'm sorry. Some people say, well, you can't repent. You keep doing the same thing over and over. And you know, guess what, Ricky? Sometimes we do. Ain't, that, ain't you glad we serve a God of a second chance, man? They keep giving us another chance, man. I know about addiction. I was addicted for for a long time. I was addicted. My addiction level changes, man. I was addicted from one form to another. I was addicted to music. I was addicted to car. I was addicted to mm. relationships. I got addicted to substance of the uh, substance of the world, you know. And so my my addiction level changes, man. But I so I know about addiction, and I got addicted to sin. But I also know the the freedom it is, man, to be set free. You know what what the drug recovery could do, what the family could do. Christ did it. And that's why I take Christ it to heart, being free on the inside. And you know, and, and, and I, uh, our slogan is said, "Help change the life." And I, you know, sometimes man, I question myself, how can you help change the life? And then sometimes people say, "Well, you know, you can't change the life." No, I can't. But the word of God changes life. Jesus said, "Go ye down for and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost." And lo, I'll be with you. I will. That means tell me I'm going out in His name. In John seventeen twenty twenty three, said, "Father, make them be as one as me and you as one, and let the word become effective in their lives. That the message that they share are concerning me, that they know that it comes from me." I said, "Wow, man! He asked you and me to go out and change the life in His name." So I get to, so we get the boldness to do these things, man. So I can't do anything apart from God. Because guess what? People see you, and they know you have no value in you. You're not very gifted. You're not talented. I'm talking about all of us. And yet you said something that changes the hearts of men. So that can't be him. I remember he was he was I remember, I remember when he, he was an alcoholic. He didn't, Alcohol, he had I know he used to be Joe Dofing, Dofing Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Now, now he's out. Cha- mm-hmm. Now he's changing a lot. And guess what? God did that in, in, to the uh, people in the Bible. He took Peter, man. Peter just, you know, Peter lied to him. Peter denied it, but yet he took Peter and told Peter, "Now you go out and change your life." You know, yes, I did it for you. Clean them up. Someone else. That's awesome, mm-hmm. brother. You know, so you have a right, Ricky, yeah. to get up on Saturday mornings, man, and share your gifting with someone. Somebody tell you, what, man, it's, you don't know nothing about that. You ain't gifting in that. So what? What what you say could help uh, help enlighten someone else? Somebody else may not ever go to a seminar about health issue, but they heard from you, and they hear about you, and it changed their life. They make them want to go and buy some uh, insect repellent, you know? <laughs> make them go outside and see a, <laughs> uh, some water standing well, around. Well, you know, know a lot of people... A lot of people don't know about taking care of themselves. Uh, you know, you have to be instructed. A lot of people they just live every day and basically they just they they don't they don't. Uh, I, I I can't explain it. You know, uh, well, until somebody they, come they, to them and tell them. Well, they know, Ricky, say, but well, they just take it for granted. They just they just live a life on the edge, just like all of us. That's why yeah, when I yeah. talk to people, and a lot of people don't understand it, uh, 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 don't get it at first. Guess what? That was me and you. We didn't get it at mm-hmm. first. You know, it took time, it took first. patience, and it took uh, persistence. 
to change a life, mm. you know. Some people, they still see me and you as the way we used to be many years ago, but we're not that person no more. But, yeah, we can't change it, man. I'm saying we could do it. Keep doing what God put on our hearts, man. And, you know, some people say, well, your religion ain't for real. Wait a minute. How you know that? I'm I'm struggling like you struggling. I won't ever know it's real until I die and I make it before the, the throne of grace and mercy. And then he said, "Wait a minute! All the stuff you done, you come on in. Wait a minute! I was told, I, I was told at this stage, I was doing what right." He said, "Wait a minute! But I didn't never stop you. You still were able to go over and do this, and you still did that. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Amen. So sometimes, man, we get we get this thing twisted. So come on, talk to me, there, brother Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just thinking, Jay, how, how, how blessed we are every day, uh, Reverend Lewis. You know, I'm." I'm kind of I'm coming up on another birthday this year, and I look back, man. I said I'm getting a lot of grandkids, and, <laughs> you know. Some of my kids are getting older. My son's birthday is today, man. Oh, well, happy birthday to your son! son. The one, and to you. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. He played football, man. Basically, that's what you know. This message today was, you know, he. I used to think he was going to be the next Emmitt Smith, man, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is, <laughs> Which is, 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 is Kenneth the one man you went down to Missouri and we went down there? No. Kenneth was the quarterback, but uh, no. Marcus was the running back. Was Marcus was the one we went down to Missouri? Me and no, you and your Kenneth. dad. That was Kenneth. Yeah, that was Kenneth. That was Kenneth. But Marcus, Marcus was the one I put a lot of. Like you, we were talking about how you put you off in the school and the classes and, and these camps and stuff like that. I sent Marcus to camps. I put him in school and stuff, you know. And man, I had thought he was going. I, you know, he was here, but basically, God told me to give up because it's something uh, he know and I should know, and I can't live my dreams out in my children. My children have to follow their own. You got to follow your own life, life, you know, and maybe he knew something I didn't know, and he just didn't want it, you know, about that sport. You know, I'm not out there letting no 300-pound men fall on you, you know. <laughs> you ever been there before, Joe? Big Lou, Rem Lou. You hear me? Yeah, I got you, brother Daniel. You hear me? Now, now, bro, yeah, yeah, I, I'm listening, brother Daniel. You know, I'm glad you have uh, the floor right know, now. You know, basically, when I was kind of like, I was like a peewee league coach, and man, I would be, I had these little guys out there, I'd be having them, they'd be one hitting. Basically, you had to teach people sportsmanship. You know, sportsmanship is life. Life is all. But basically, a lot of people don't understand sports is. It teaches you uh, how to get along with each other, how to be uh, teammates, and how to how to get along. Just like everything in life, you got to learn how to go through rules. You got to learn how to adopt, and you got to learn how to take the losing part and go with the winning part. You know what I'm saying? Because life is not like that. You don't win every day. You know what I'm saying? You got to lose some day. But you got to be able to pick yourself off the ground and dust yourself off and go to the next town. That's what Jesus told these people. When they go to the city and the people won't take in what they was telling, what he was telling them, what he telling them, he instructed people, you go to the town, and they all basically they throw stuff at them and run them out the town. <laughs> you know, we don't want to hear that. So they dust themselves off and go to the next town. So and and that is and what life so is. Hey man, come on, come on, Revolution, come on with it. Yeah, now, Ricky, and that is so true. And people still doing that today. Uh, it's, it's called character assassination, where they make your word and your uh, your ministry and your words ineffective in their life, and so it tries to steal your uh, uh, it tries to steal your work that you that God have 
uh, have uh, put in your heart and your mind to do. But we have to be strong and steadfast, always abiding in the Word of God. And that's life. It's just like you made an analogy to sports. You're going to have some good plays and you're going to have some bad plays. You'll make good decisions. You'll make some bad decisions. But it doesn't. Uh, uh, but it shouldn't stop you or disqualify you from being in the game, whether you be in the game or not, uh, whether you are a starter uh uh, playing in the game as far as you can say you're going to be in the game anyway because you can't just drop out of life. I meet a lot of people that are making an attempt to drop out of life by living in the bridge or living in shelters or being addicted to drugs. They're making an attempt to drop out of life. But where can you go to flee from this present age that we live in? Mm. There's no way out. You have to learn how to no. adopt. And, uh, yeah. You know, one of the main disturbing things I've seen today, Reverend Lewis, it was about two days ago. I seen this these uh these children, these kids. They wasn't no kids. One of them about twenty two years old. They were on the bus, man, and they in the train. This train. They just beating this man, beating this man, beating this man in the head, beating him, fighting him, beating him. You know what I'm saying? And um, why uh why are you so angry? And they don't want to be instructed. They don't want to be told how to go about learning how to find this gift that we got, you know, from God. Why are they so afraid, uh, angry? They're angry. Yeah. And so what they do when they tell you something, and they basically... One, one, what I'm saying, another thing with this drug that we got out, they 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 finna try to legalize right now, you know. And basically, uh, I had always thought that marijuana was basically like a, 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 a trigger drug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they call it refer to it as a gateway drug. A gateway we drug. always thought that, and you know what? I spent most of my life trying to avoid that, and that's legal. It's like, wow, man! Now, they trying to make it legal. And so, if everybody around staying high and getting high and walking around there, there's some medicine. You know, well, we all got medicine, but some medicine everybody can't take. You know what I'm saying? You still got to have a prescription for this medicine. So if everybody around doing their own thing, what kind of world would it be, man? You know, here you uh you walking around and some people don't really want to want to you know, I might not want to get high today. You know, why should I be around you you on the train and you started blowing weed, blowing it all in my face? And then you get offended when I tell you, sir, don't don't blow that my way, you know. Why are they so yeah, angry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't have so no respect for other people. We have no boundaries. We figure anything that we want to do is acceptable. We're we're doing what is right in our own eyesight, and that's what the Bible so. And a lot of us are just uh, uh, uh we just we don't we don't lost sight of of tomorrow and our future, and like we're just living for today. I'm not concerned with tomorrow. What most people are saying. And, you know, I don't worry about next week. I don't worry about how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't worry about if, if I need a job or not. I don't worry about what I'm going to do. You know, and it's just the idea that you just don't worry about these things. And, and so we're not making preparations for tomorrow. You know, even with your salvation, you got to make preparations for your soul for tomorrow, man. This place isn't our home. This situation we're in isn't isn't the death to me, isn't all I'm about. I'm not going to be on the back of this train smoking dope until I'm 60 or 70 years old. God forbid it. When I I was a child, I acted a child. I started a child, but when I became a man, I put away those childish things. You know, we got Mm. to... And that's why I, I do juvenile ministry, Ricky. I do. I, I'm trying to uh, me and some more people. I'm not in this alone. I say let's help change life, because we're trying to redirect the minds of our young men. Yes, they made some mistakes. Yes, they've been penalized for it. It's like being in a game. Yes, you foul. You got two, three fouls on you. I'm gonna put you out the game. Let you, you know, pull you, and but I'm gonna put you back in the game. You know, and so we have to let the young men know, yes, you made some, you messed up, but you could be that doctor. You could be the one to give us a cure on that Zika virus. You could be the one that gathers statistics about health issues. You could be the next great musician. Yes, 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 you can. Just because of your shortcomings and your mishaps don't disqualify you from life. You disqualify yourself by not participating in the game. 
You know, but we Amen. play sports before, and we know that some guys, they choose to play sports and, uh, or choose not to play sports, right? You know, when guys sit mm-hmm. around and say, you, 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 oh, no, I don't want to play. Hey, who, who followed this? You was chosen, but well, you know, Well, you know, you know, you know, Lewis, I've been, I've been around in the school district uh, for the last year, and I'll be talking to a whole lot of these kids if I want to play sports. They don't want to play basketball. They don't want to play football. They don't want to play track. Some of them don't want to do nothing. It's coming to school every day. And when I no. ask young men, every time I, I go down to the ministry, I say, I ask the guy, a young guy, I say, what do you want to do? And some of them say, I don't want to do nothing. And I say, it's okay. And I ask another, this, this, this. I say, you that didn't say I didn't want to do nothing. Piggyback on what somebody else said. Because it's enough for everybody. You can, be, you can have three or four truck drivers in here. You can have three or four barbers. You can have three or four doctors. You're not limited because it's not like a, a, a card game or a number. Oh, he got number six, so I can't have number six. Yeah, you can have number six. You can have the same career mm. this person has. Amen. You know, yeah, they you know, are. So, yeah. They, they they don't have a direction, Reverend Lewis. Uh, no, they don't. The world don't. today, the world today teaches uh, the youth exactly. Uh, the all our leaders uh, have been kind of getting exposed. They see people, man, in high positions, uh, doing some kind of stupid things. We got a president out there that's getting ridiculed every day on the on the internet and on the TV and they say, well basically you look at hey man, our country's not together, our lives not together, everything. Man, I just gave up. I'm giving up, man. You know. Oh. But there's a way out there's there's a way out. There's a way out of this story. That's a way his name was Jesus. And he died that we all can be free from this oppression and all this fear and, and unrest and anger and anger and anger. Uh, this guy told uh, when this prophet last week, he had a, he had a, uh, he had a, uh, like a, uh, revival. And he said that on the spirit of, uh, the country today, there's a great move of anger in the youth today that never have been felt before in our country. The kids are going to be angry. They're going to start lashing out at each other. Anything would make them upset. Anything, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be, they're going to be somewhat violence going on pretty soon. Lewis is going to be, I mean, I mean, you know. And basically, if you look at it, when you read the scripture, it's, it's all been prophesied. Yeah, uh, yes, it is. Brother Dave, we're about ready to get out of here, man. We got like a less than a minute to, I'll say about a minute or two. So what we want to do is we want to wind down this program. Thank you for your comments, man. And that's something that we need to have a show geared up towards that. We had an open line today, a format. We had a couple of calls, but they just wanted to listen to the program. And that's good. Because sometimes people just need to listen to what's going on. We if Them that have an ear, let them hear what does says the Lord. And let them know that, yes, your thoughts and your comments is just as valuable as anybody else. Let them know that they could be successful in the in, in society today. To let them know through this program that God have need of them. Need me to do what, Lord? What are you doing right now? I need you to keep doing what you do right now. Sometimes, Ricky, we want to know, God, what would you have me to do? But what are you doing right now? Just don't stop doing what you're doing. If you love it, keep loving. If you have it, keep helping. If you got information that people could use, keep getting that information. Lord, what would you have me do? Ricky, sometimes we get this thing twisted. We think we got to do something earth-shattering, shaking event. But guess what? What you're doing may be an earth-shattering, shaking event because you're doing it. Guess what? It ain't you that's doing it. It's the God that dwells in you. Brother Daniel, thank you, thank you, thank you, brother. Looking forward to you coming on here next week and as often as possible, brother. You make this show what it is, man. I never could do thank it without you. you. So, thank you, man. brother Daniel. We need to get out of here. Please do, please do us the honor to uh, close us out in a Amen. Heavenly Father, I ask you to pour out your blessing on on our world and our city of Dallas today. I want you to get in the hearts of the youth. Touch them and teach them that there is a future. There are goals. There are dreams. There are things for them to do in life. There is a God that loves, that shows love and affection for each other. Teach them and guide them that there is a way through Jesus Christ. He is the same today 
yesterday, and forever. So in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, brother Dan. You've been listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside, a weekly internet program to inform you, to encourage you, to challenge you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus' name. Uh, we're getting ready to wind down this program. We're looking forward to seeing you again. And if if it be the will of God, each Saturday morning from 8 to 9, you'll listen to Free on the Inside. Our show is archived, so you can go back and listen to this show on Blog Talk Network. And again, take advantage of those numbers that Brother Daniel gave regarding our health. Take charge, take ownership of your health and and your family health. Amen. And be empowered with information. As we get ready to wind out here, we we would pray that you have a blessed day, that you that you help somebody. Amen. Love somebody a little bit more. Care about somebody a little deeper than what what than them, even them caring about themselves. Amen. And so God bless you. God bless you. We want God you to be you. free. Stay free on the inside.